On today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with Flip and Steel, we hit number two on our top five countdown of young fantasy centermen under the age of 22. We hit hard on Thursday's DFS and Big Time Bets board and show a little love to Big Z. You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know what time it is, everybody. You heard the music, and we are back in a big way for Thursday's episode alongside my co-host, Mr. Steele Roden. We are back for a big-time Thursday episode where we'll be diving into Thursday's DFS and big-time bets. We're also hitting number two on our countdown of the top five fantasy centermen, 22 years of age or under. And we're going to kick off the show today, guys, by talking and showing a little bit of love to Big Z, Zdeno Chara, <laughs> who set one of the more historic marks in the NHL for a defenseman. But before we get there, Steele and I just want to show you our love. Thank you so much for subscribing, liking, and following every single day, Monday to Friday. You know where to find us. You know how to hit us up. Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you find your favorite content. So much love and shout out to everyone who is riding with us every single day, including my main man, Steele. We are back <laughs> for a big episode, my brother. Let's get right into it. Zdeno Chara playing in the most games ever by a defenseman passing Chris Chelios last night. And I just wanted to quickly talk about it because that's downright impressive from just a pure number of games standpoint. It is super impressive. You know, we've seen it over the last couple of years with the older guys, like with Jeremy Yager, like he was able to play for a long time. Now seeing Zidane Chara in the league playing, having the most games played for a defenseman, it's absolutely incredible to watch. And, you know, like you said, he's 45 years old, 44 years old right now. And, you know, teams are looking to acquire him before the trade de trade deadline as well. So he can make another playoff push and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of go for another Stanley Cup with a different team. Uh, I think the New York Rangers and the Washington Capitals are trying to uh, look into him to see maybe if they can acquire him for a deep mm -hmm. playoff run. But again, that it just shows that he's still capable of the things that we've seen him do in the past. For sure. And in deeper formats, if he gets traded to one of those teams down the stretch, hey, take a flyer on him just to fill a hole. If you have an injury, if you need, you know, it's a deeper format. The guy still produces, chips in with assists, hits, block shots, shots. Sure, we're not reinventing the wheel here with telling you to go down as a Dano Chara path with the fantasy angle. But we just wanted to show a little love. 1,652 games played, most at the position. That is seriously impressive for a guy, you know, about to be 45 seven-time All-Star, Cup winner, Norris winner, and the love that I wanted to show to him, a seven-time top five Norris vote-getter. So this guy is a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. Let's not get too deep into it here, Steele, because I want to move right on to we're hitting number two on this countdown, so let's get into that. But props to Zdeno Chara, who is definitely one of those guys who you think of this age of hockey, you think of Big Z on the Bruins brew line, and he was a big part of that team for a number of seasons. Yeah, he was incredible for the Boston Bruins. And honestly, just a phenomenal career. I don't know how much he has left in him, but like you said, if, if he can get traded to a, a decent playoff team and make a deep playoff run, all the best to him. Congratulations on a, fa a fantastic career. And now speaking of fantastic careers, 
we're going to look at some guys here that are just kind of starting off a few fantastic careers. And yeah, we're looking at forwards and centermen. So obviously they're going to have different makeups, but let's <laughs> hope that these guys have just as maybe not as long, but just as successful. Cause I don't think like Charles vegan. So maybe that's some of the secrets oh, there, but uh, could be. You, would, you, would you like to go first deal or should I reveal my number two on the countdown or whatever uh, you want, brother, it's up to you. Uh, I'll go first here. Please and do. you know, uh, we talked a little bit about this off air, but this mm -hmm. the second spot was a little difficult for me because as as we talked about in the last episode, that's where I had Nick Suzuki. I was having trouble with if I should have Suzuki in third or in second. You know, of course, obviously I went with him in third for my second uh, centerman under the age of twenty or twenty two and under. I had to go with Robert Thomas here, and and I think he has been a very very underrated player uh for the last four years in the nhl and and a lot of people don't talk to him, uh, talk about him but he's been an incredible asset for the st louis st louis blues especially in that playoff run uh he's a second line centerman for the blues right now he centers tarasenko and buchnevich who are having absolutely incredible years for them as well too he's got seven goals 40 points on the season so he's not much of a goal scorer but he is a playmate playmaker he loves passing the puck he knows where his teammates are on the ice, and he does this day in and day out every single game. So he's a very strong uh, skater as well. He's got a decent shot. I would like to see him shoot the puck a little bit more just because he doesn't shoot the puck as much as we've seen him in the past, especially when he was playing for the London Knights. So for me, if he can shoot the puck just a little bit more, maybe get a couple goals and just you know get those opportunities that we see so many other players on the Blues get, I would like to see that for him. But as a centerman, 49% in the face-off draw, so he's an excellent uh, centerman and taking face-offs. Uh, he's on the first power play unit as well. He's on the second penalty kill unit. We talked about this with, with uh, about Anton Lundell with the Florida right. Panthers. He gets those opportunities on the special teams, and he's produced. He's got 10 special team points, two of those being on the penalty kill. And so, hmm. you know, I don't think he's had the same sort of production as Nick Suzuki has, obviously, in the playoffs, but even in the regular season the last couple of years. But I think he has a little bit of a higher ceiling. And I talked really, really high about Nick Suzuki being compared to Patrice Bergeron yesterday. Hmm. So I think Robert Thomas can be exactly the same or even more than Nick Suzuki has. I think you brought up a really interesting point here about who he's playing with in St. Louis. And I think that's part of the reason why he has been so successful. And that's not taking away from him. That's a perfectly matched line. Middle playmaker in the middle and two snipers on the wing in Buchnevich and Tarasenko. So I think that he can, you said he's playing with Tarasenko, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, like that's a that's a nasty little mix there. And I think underrated as well. I don't know if I agree with him being so high on your list, but you and I have different lists and that's why we did this. And I respect it because I like his playmaking ability. And the, the best part of these guys is there's only one way but up. So I think that he's going to continue to kind of develop into one of those he might only be a 10 to 15 goal a year guy but he might be yeah. that 70 to 80 assist guy especially if he continues to really own the minutes in st louis and you know we've talked about st louis way too much lately and we <laughs> like the makeup of that top six top nine forward group um and it's a very balanced one isn't it Steele? It is. And we also can't forget that he has already won a Stanley Cup at 22 years old. Mm. So mm. we can't forget about that. That is a big accomplishment for someone at his for age. Sure. Obviously, it was it was back in 2018. At any age. But yeah, it, it, but I, I just think for me, looking at his game, being able to watch how he's progressed over the last three seasons, 
he has a very, very high ceiling. And I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people have watched him play as much as I have. He has a very high ceiling. I think he can have the same kind of stock as a guy like Nick Suzuki. Maybe not as much as the player I'm going to talk about on Friday, uh, who's in my first spot. But again, he has that potential right there. Well, Steele, speaking of ceilings and speaking of the player you're mentioning tomorrow, (laughs) very quickly, and I mentioned it off air, we'll not get too much into Trevor Zegers today at my number two spot because we will really dive into him with you tomorrow at the number one slot, maybe. Maybe he might be there, but tune in tomorrow <laughs> to find out. Zegris is one of these players that, you know, coming out of the draft wasn't exactly coming into the draft, sorry, wasn't exactly going to be a one, two, or three player. And now it already looks like that was a mistake by some teams to pass on him. Um, we mentioned Jack Hughes the other day, we mentioned his size. Trevor Zegris is six foot at 185, but a year ago today, I read an article about him. He was listed at 165. So the kid has put on some weight, and I think it's already shown in his game this season. Tied for the league lead with rookie scoring with Lucas Raymond with 39 points in 47 games. A very legitimate shot at the Calder Trophy. He's a charismatic and talented young player, and you can tell he has confidence for days. The last point I will make about Trevor Zegers because he is definitely deserved top five on this list, and we can get into it maybe tomorrow if he is on your list. But the point I'll make is this. A lot of the time he's played this year, sure, he's had some great looks doing these crazy goals with Sonny Milano. But for the most part, he's been playing with guys like Ricard Raquel and Adam Henrique, like whoosh. And he's still putting up these numbers still. So lastly, I'll just say I'm really excited to see where this guy goes. And from a fantasy perspective, Double and triple circle some of the young names on the Anaheim Ducks because guys like Mason McTavish are coming up the pipeline. That's a third overall pick. If he starts to play with guys of that caliber, I think the sky's the limit for a guy like Zegers. Hey, my only the only thing I have in my arsenal that I should be able to use is rewatch what he did at the All-Star game. That was <laughs> absolutely incredible. I'll talk a little bit about, uh, about him more tomorrow, but that's pretty much all I have to say, and, and that's what I'm all going to say for now. He has a flair for the dramatics. He has a flair (laughs) for the big stage. And, you know, he's a guy that you definitely, definitely want to keep your eye on. You also want to keep your eye on bet online. And it football might be over for the season, but you know that basketball is full steam ahead on the pro court, on the college hoop court. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, where the next coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all of your betting needs. Bet online remains the best spot for all the scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right down to all the Olympic coverage that just wrapped and its associated information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and all the action. Bet online, where the game starts. Much love, guys, and thank you so much for tuning in every single day, Monday to Friday. You know these episodes drop early in the morning, so make sure you are smashing that subscribe button on YouTube. Follow us along. Drop a comment. Drop a review. Hit us up in the DMs. Steele and I have been responding as much as we can. I'm hitting you up with some betting advice. Steele's got you covered with the DFS selections. Speaking of which, Thursday's loaded eight-game board, Steele. What do we got, brother? Look, there's some great games and some great matchups on the board for Thursday uh, for Thursday's games. And I think the one that really stuck off to me right away 
was the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the New Jersey Devils. We've talked about the Devils a lot, it feels like, recently. And, I, you know, with the Pittsburgh Penguins at home, I don't see a reason why you shouldn't go to the top line on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel, and Brian Russ. These guys are going to be expensive players for you. They're going to be worth uh, $6,500 and more uh, because of how much value they bring to DFS uh, DFS leagues, as well as how well they've been playing this entire season. Their best three players by far, or you know, you can obviously toss Chris Letang in that group as well, but best three forwards by far by a mile. So for me, that was the game that stuck out to me. I think there's a lot of lot of points on the board for those three guys to pick up in that Devils game. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a couple of value picks. You could go with guys like you know Danton Heinen, who's playing with Evgeny Malkin on the second line, Evan Rodriguez, who's centering the third line. But again, I think that top line is just too spicy to pass up. I actually was looking at this game as well, my friend, and that was my first where I was going to with DFS and with betting. Stay tuned on that front. But I was looking at a guy like Jeff Carter. You mentioned the second line. Yes. He's chipped in with a couple of points. He's turned turned back the clock the other night with a dirty dangle. Clearly, the hands still work for number 77. And like I said about the Pittsburgh Penguins, they can sense that there's an opportunity here at hand with Gino and Malkin, with Gino and Sid. And the cage being held down by Tristan Jari, I really like the makeup of this club. We've talked about it at length. But in terms of DFS Thursday night, take a look at Jeff Carter. You mentioned the other value guys as well. But I would be double circling number 77 for some value against the New Jersey club that, again, we've talked about at length, tends to allow in bunches. And Pittsburgh is, you know, neck and neck for that division lead. So I expect a lot of good hockey here down the stretch from number 87 and number 71 up the middle. Yes, and, and I have absolute full faith as well in Tristan Jari. If yeah, Casey DeSmith, if if Casey DeSmith <laughs> were to be uh were to start in this game as well, I have faith in him to get a big dub against the Devils as well. So mm-hmm. if either of those goal either whether either one is playing against the Devils Thursday night, pick them up as well. It's going to be completely worth it. They're most likely going to dominate. The New Jersey Devils, the second matchup I was looking at as well was another Metropolitan matchup. The New York Rangers versus the Washington Capitals. A spicy, spicy game to choose from. That is spicy. You know, I was looking more at that game for depth value players. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, you can go with guys on the top line on both teams as well. Ovechkin, Artemi Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, Evgeny Kuznetsov. You can obviously go with those guys. But I was looking more to the Washington Capitals for guys that I need to, you know, spend my last $2,000, $3,000 on. Mm-hmm. I was looking at Garnett Hathaway and Joe Snively. So for me, Garnett Hathaway has been a very, you know, productive player. Obviously not in the point department, but again, mm-hmm. he's all over the ice. Hits, shots, blocks. He does everything for the Washington Capitals on that fourth line. And then actually Joe Snively is on the second line with Evgeny Kuznetsov and Tom Wilson as well. So for me, mm-hmm. I like the you know little dynamic they have going on. He's been a little bit sneaky good at the last couple of games. I'm going to go with a guy like Garnett Hath- Hathaway or Joe Snively to you know round up my bottom picks for my DFS selections. What's an interesting angle there too, Steele, is uh, they're dealing with some injuries and some you know some issues up front. I think Backstrom is a game time decision. He's questionable. Oshie's still out. So these guys, you know, those fringe guys are getting a couple more minutes a game, a little bit more looks on the offensive end. And that, you know, could pay serious dividends if you're getting them at a really discounted price to fill out your lineup. 
my last angle here would be take a look at some of the Boston Bruins against the Seattle Kraken. The yes. Seattle Kraken have been straight garbo, straight garbo, and they're <laughs> they're I think they're second in the league in goals against. I'll check that, but they're third or second. They let in a ton of goals and they're not playing well right now. Factor in that the Brad Marchand little ball of hate is back from his six-game suspension, and I absolutely love this spot for the Boston Bruins overall, and I'll get into that in a hot minute. But take a look. Top six, yeah, you're going to pay for the premium for those that big line, but take a look down the lineup a little bit to some, you know, so the Charlie Coils of the world. Take a look at some of those yeah. value guys in there, Steel, especially if you're filling out your lineup like Steel mentioned with the top guys on the pens. Look to the Bruins, look to their spot guys down the lineup to fill out your lineup for some value because I do expect a very, very big night from the Boston Bruins tonight. Look, and you, you can't go wrong betting against the Seattle, uh, Seattle Kraken. Thank you. It did not pan out for me the last couple of times I bet on them. They got smoked by the Islanders That's okay. uh, Tuesday night, uh, five to two or five to one. So uh, this might be my last time betting the Seattle Kraken. It has been a little <laughs> bit difficult for me in the big time bets. So I, I, I'm going to throw that to flip once we get there, because he's been out at, on an absolute tear recently. Appreciate that. Uh, um, but yeah, so you can't go wrong with the Boston Bruins, especially with some of the guys they have up and down the lineup, they have been producing a lot more because Brad Marchand was out of the lineup. So mm -hmm. it could be good to, you know, pick them up while they're hot right now. Uh, with that being said, thank you for making locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Your first listen every day for your next listen, check out locked on now podcast nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts it's free and available on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast. We're free and available as well. So please make sure you subscribe and follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces. We appreciate that too. So please, we appreciate all the support. Make sure you go subscribe and follow. And thank you so much. Flip, it's now time for Big Time Bets. You have been on an absolute Let's tear go. recently, showing me showing me why you're the vet here and I'm the rookie. <laughs> I've been not doing so great. I want to hear what your first bet is. You know, you were mentioning a little bit of that Pittsburgh mm -hmm. Penguins game, so I mm -hmm. want to see what you have to say about that. Appreciate that, brother, and I appreciate the love. Starting to round into form here at opportune time. <laughs> not going to gas myself up at all. If you want more, you know where to find us. Hit us up on Twitter. Steele and I are throwing out picks, throwing out advice every single night. So much love for all that support as well. Now, let's get right into business here, shall we? Thursday night, loaded eight-game board. This uh, little bit of the quietness after the Olympic schedule has now died down. It's full push right till April, baby, and let's get ready for those playoffs. I talked about how excited I am about that. I'm excited about this, and I'm starting – with the Boston Bruins-Seattle Kraken game, I actually have two picks from this game, Steel, and I'll throw it back over to you before I hit you with my lock of the night. But I talked about this spot for the Boston Bruins. Fresh off of arguably their most complete road win of the season, throwing a beatdown on the Colorado Avalanche 5-1. That was the return of Patrice Bergeron. They're getting Brad Marchand back, and it wasn't an injury, so you know he should basically step right back into the lineup. This isn't a Jack Eichel situation where he has to get his sea legs this means a lot for the Boston Bruins at their crucial part of the season. The Toronto Maple Leafs are slipping, and the Bruins smell blood in the water right now. They are six points back and closing on that third spot, and I think this is a really big spot for them to just absolutely smash the Seattle Kraken tonight. Brad Marchand is back. 
They beat them in the previous meeting earlier this season. And I just think what I said about the Kraken is true. They look awful. I like Boston Bruins on the puck line, minus one and a half at plus 104 right now. I also think this is going to pay dividends for my boy, David Pasternak. So I'm going to go to another player prop. David Pasternak, anytime goal scorer, now that he has his full line back in action, he's got three goals in the last two games and is looking good. I just think this is a big, good time spot for these guys. Bruins, hammer them. Minus one and a half. I hate to say it sometimes because you've seen the, the flags behind me, but this is a great spot for the Bruins. Brad Marchand is back, and this is an opportune time of the schedule against the Kraken, and they need these two points steal. I like both those picks, especially the uh, the uh, David Pasternak. He's been on an absolute tear, Thank scoring you. goals left, right, and center. So I might sprinkle some out of Pasternak anytime goal as well. My mm -hmm. first pick is going to come from that Pittsburgh Penguins matchup, actually. It's going to be the Penguins mm -hmm. on the puck line. They're currently at minus 110 for the uh, minus one and a half on the puck line. I can see that going up to plus 110 because it usually is around mm -hmm. there on the puck line on game day. Yep. So that can be some uh, some money made right there. And I already met, I mentioned it before. That entire line has been on an absolute tear this entire season. You throw Chris Letang in there, Evgeny Malkin back in the lineup. This team is going to be a very, very hard team to play in the playoffs because of all the experience they have, all of the young talent they have, and then all of the leadership as well. So for me, I'm taking the Penguins on the puck line, and then I'm throwing it over to their arch nemesis, the Washington <laughs> Capitals. I'm going to take the Capitals. <laughs> on the money line as well here at okay. plus 105 like you mentioned they have a couple of uh some they have a couple of key injuries you know backstrom's still day to day he could be out of the lineup for this matchup mm -hmm. but it seems like when they're down and a lot of people think that they're out they they turn to step it up a little bit so i like this i'm angle. gonna and 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 the rangers have not been They've been in closer games this last week and a half, like especially when Patrice Bergeron and, and Marchand were out. They mm -hmm. It took all the way to a shootout to win that game. They could have lost easily, but it went all the way to a shootout. They Another one-goal game after that as well. So I'm going to go with my gut and with my analysis here, the Washington Capitals on the, on the money line at plus 105. I like that, sir. Okay, well, I hope you're ready for this. Like you said, I've been feeling it a little bit, but we'll leave it at that because – this is a betting game and it can go up or down, you know, just like an elevator, baby. So here we go. You mentioned um, we're we're on the same page most of the time, Steele, and we're on the exact same page here tonight, brother. I'm going right back to that Pittsburgh Penguins game. The New Jersey Devils, sure, you're right. Puck line, not a bad look. I'm staying away from that, not because I don't think Pittsburgh is going to play well. On the contrary, I do think they're going to play well, but I just don't want to double down with two puck lines on the same game that or in the same night. That seems like a recipe for disaster. Anyway, long story long. Sidney Crosby, red hot of late. Let me bring this back for you. Over his last 15 games, number 87 has 10 goals and 15 assists while averaging just under 20 minutes of night. This is seriously impressive stuff from one of the all-time GOATs, and I – Never, never have a problem betting on Sidney Crosby. Sid, anytime assists, that's my lock of the night steal. In 77 career regular season games, Sid has 38 goals and 48 assists against the Devils. He absolutely shreds them. I don't know what it is. He likes to see those horns. He likes to see the red and black. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, Pittsburgh at home, love the situation in general. We're talking about these teams steal, right? That, And I've mentioned it before. 
have literally nothing to play. And like you said, they're not going to roll over. They're professionals. They're coming out to win every single night. And this is why we have to gamble and give picks. But at the same time, don't get in between Sidney Crosby and Malkin and another cup run because they can smell it right now and you can see it in their eyes. And this team is, like you said, really hard to play against and not one you want to tangle with in that first round. So all of that said, Sidney Crosby, anytime assist against the Poo Poo New Jersey Devils, hammer <laughs> that hard, lock that one in as big flips lock of the night. Right, perfect. My last pick is going to be actually the Stars on the money line against the Nashville mm, Predators. Okay. Stars are on the road. The Nashville Predators got a big win against the Florida Panthers mm-hmm. 6-4 the other night. But I'm still going to go with the Dallas Stars because like you said with the Boston Bruins, the Stars, they smell blood. They're coming for that fourth spot in the Central Division. So for me, I'm going with the Stars on the money, money line at plus 120. But my lock of the night is going to be that Penguins puck line at minus 110 right now. Okay. Flips lock of the night is going to be anytime Sidney Crosby assists. He gets so many points against the Devils. It's not even funny. He just flat out loves seeing the red and black there for the New mm-hmm. Jersey Devils. Thank you so much for making Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every day. If you want more gambling advice on what you should pick every day, but not for just hockey, make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all podcast platforms, just like this podcast right here. So make sure you go subscribe, follow this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked on Fantasy Hockey Podcast as soon as it's released every single day, which is 7 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time every single day, Monday to Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all of your bets tonight. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.